This content is intended for adult cigar smokers age 21 and older. All right, Nick, good show. <laughs> okay. Uh, Greg's leaving to go take advantage of our brand new coupon code. Type in Long Ash all day Friday and Saturday, and you will receive 20% off your entire purchase. Some exclusions apply, but other than that, 20% off your entire purchase all day Friday and Saturday when you use the coupon code Long Ash. Nick, did you know I just got 20% off? Yes. Hi, Nick. Hi, Greg. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Good. What do you got there? What do you got there? I got the Aroa What I have here is... Oh, you're going to go? Let me go. Oh, you go first. And a Robusta size? Say, you got to say it again. I was talking Robusta? about Robusta? No. Oh, the Aurora Yamastron. Aroa. Yeah, I said it right. Christian Aroa. Uh, and a Robusta size. That was a very that was in our top twenty five this year. And this was, was a twenty nineteen IPCPR release. Mm-hmm. This was really awkward going into this. Why? <laughs> I don't think we're ready. I'm I'm fr- I'm ready. You're I'm Fred. Ready? Ready, Freddy? I'm Fred. No, I'm just Fred. Just Frederick. These are actually both top twenty fives of ours today. They are, and both twenty nineteen yeah. IPCPR releases. So you have the Eroa Yamastron, and I have the Alec and Bradley Gatekeeper, crafted for them by the legendary. Ernesto Perez Carillo. This is sharp, baby. So also, we got a bunch of goodies sent up for us. We got a bunch of new cutters and lighters and ashtrays. So today, we got the uh, Zycar. It looks the American flag firefighter gift set. This is light. I feel like this is lighter than a normal XI. It it is. It's also sharp. Don't put your finger in it. Don't do that. You got to be quicker than that. I see you. So it has um, the ashtray is you know black yeah right. It's got that that lighter that lighter body. Mm. It's like you know you could still have a fast car, but you make the car even lighter, we leave the same engine. It's gonna go faster. Right. And then American flag in the middle of the ashtray with the red line through it, and then the XI teardrop cutter with the American flag and, and black the, blades. It's it's beautiful. It really is. You'll see a picture of it when we post for when the check out Instagram post. So nice. It's interesting how they don't put the screws. Have you noticed this? Have you have you saw this? Have I, have I saw this? You saw this? Cut this. That the screws into the teardrop, the one side is backwards. It's on the other side. That's an OCD problem with me right there. I don't like that at all. Yeah. I mean, I love it. But I'm very I don't careful like, with that lighter. I will. So what are you saying here? You see the screws that go into it? Yeah, two of them are the opposite. Yeah. 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 I'm not a big fan of that. That's an OC. Jeez, Louise, this flame. Right. Don't don't point it. Don't point it right at the cigar. That's how you burn the sides. You you leave this up straight. Just leave it up straight. Yeah. But go on. Put it on. But I don't have anything on the sides. Look at this. Maybe it's got to be that's that's just formed. You're better off not just learning not to do that because on something. But I'm not. Like, I was right here. It's, it has nothing to do with you personally. No, I know. I'm it just says, saying. You you have a better. I'm off, just trying better to understand off. what I if I if I really did something wrong then they usually i go like you this. did it wrong it's like that by doing it in that form you have the potential to do it wrong a lot more often oh. i usually notice when i toast like this oh you do it perpendicular yeah because if you're if you're doing it like this especially if you have like a two or three flint and that's also a really high flint right. on that and it shoots up the sides right oh, that's why i started really far away i got you i'm with you now i didn't know uh, what not doing wrong but i thought i was you were doing very confused wrong. i guess i got confused <laughs> Oh. So Greg is enjoying 
Uh, amongst your first Honduran cigars, you have not had many. I'll take that again when you get a chance. I have not. The... Is the Island Gym the one that we smoked at the uh, barbecue? Was yeah, there's the Island Gym. I mean, any, any of the Leaf by Oscars, the, like the regular Oscars will be Honduran, the Yalek Bradley. The Wild on. Hunter. Big Wild fan. Hunter. Big fan of the Wild Hunter. Can we tell them why you're enjoying a Honduran today? I don't, I don't know if I should yet. I'm going to tell them. Uh, Greg is, uh, has graciously volunteered <laughs> to go on a trip to... Honduras, to the Altadis factory in Honduras, known as the Flor de Copan, um, responsible for a lot of the Honduran versions of some of your favorite Altadis cigars, Monte Cristo, H. Upman, Trinidad, Henry Clay. Uh, anything that, that's, that's Honduran-based from Altadis comes out of the Flor de Copan factory. And uh, I've never even been to Honduras. A lot of people haven't been to Honduras in this industry. Um, and Greg, Greg is going. I'm going. He's going he's gonna to do a whole tour of the thing, and he's going to film a nice thing, and he's going to go. So... Basically, it's the new unwrapped in, in Honduras. Altidus does it unwrapped in Connecticut, and they do it with a lot of retail stores. And they bring, they invite them up to see where the Connecticut tobacco is grown. So this is the same thing, but in Honduras. Yeah. So I will get to see uh, everybody roll cigars from Honduras, of course. Also, they're doing like a little uh, uh, rolling uh, competition. So um, you should be going there because you're reigning champion from the DR. You should oh, you should man. go there. Yeah, that was a while so ago. So maybe though. you should be there. Um, I think you better watch your mouth. Yeah, I will. <laughs> and, yeah, it's going to be pretty exciting because I think the Grupo de Maestros should be there as well. Mm-hmm. So we'll get to understand why they pick specific blends and things like that. So You have to let me know how it is. I'm very, very yeah. curious about Honduras. Because even before I went to Nicaragua, a lot of people had been there. So it was like kind of a common place for the cigar industry. Honduras, not a lot of. They do a Camacho thing there. They have the, like Camp Camacho where right. they go and do that. But you also got to think of how many places are actually in Honduras. I mean, you have Camacho, you have um, Edoel, you have Flor de Copan. Rocky doesn't have a factory there, but some of his blends are Honduran based. Right. Um, Placencia has a Honduran factory. Did I say Oscar already? No. I thought you did, but yeah. I think it's because we talked about him already. Yeah, well, Oscar. Um, a lot of people just use Honduran tobacco, but their factories aren't really based there. Well, speaking of tobacco, and I think this is going to be a great topic, Greg, for us to be able to stay on topic the whole episode, because I know we both have a tendency, especially me, to ramble onto other things. So today, no this one, you're, you're going to have to force yourself to talk and ask questions. Okay. I'm just going to ramble on this exact topic for the you next You got it. Hour. Go for it. As long as you do it in some... Sequential. It's gonna be. Order. It's gonna be uh, cinquenta. Oh, okay. Not oh, not quinquenta. Cover cinquenta. Mm. <laughs> Delicious. Today we're going to talk about tobacco, specifically wrapper colors, also known as wrapper shade. I, oh, I just got super podcast voice. You did. Wrapper <laughs> shade. Serious. The wrapper shade, also known as the wrapper color of your various tobaccos. Why are you calling, Linda? Where's your husband tonight? What are you, the commentator for Blue Planet? <laughs> the gazelle. That's, that's first of all, Blue Planet? Is it Blue Planet? Planet Earth? Planet Earth. Blue Planet? Yeah. Is, is Blue Planet? Oh, that might be uh, another one. Though. I've never watched it, so it's I don't a, know. It's a knockoff. <laughs> I think there's so there's so many on Netflix now. It's, just, a, it's a knockoff of just like like domestic animals. Like, look at this golden retriever as he takes a crap in the backyard. <laughs> I, I think I see so many of them that I probably put two different 
two different names. Blue Planet might be an ocean-based one. That uh, might be it. Yeah, you're welcome for saving your ass. Nah, your shirt looks like Blue might, Planet. Uh, <laughs> so I want to talk about uh, rapper color, rapper shade. Start off. <laughs> you see how we didn't even stay on track? No, but that. this is it. This is it. No, this, is, this is on track. <laughs> to start off, difference between like, like when we talk about shade, shade has obviously two meanings in the cigar industry. When we talk about rapper shade, we're talking about like the, the color shade. Then there's shade grown, which is it's grown underneath shade, as in like not in direct sunlight. So let's get that out there right away. This has nothing to do with like Connecticut shade or like anything like this. Nothing to do color. with the sun. This is just color. Yeah, nothing to do with the sun. It's just color. So a little background. Um, uh, it, it's still used a lot in the industry. It just the problem is, is there's no industry standard for it. Um, tobacco, like wrapper color, was once used as like the the kind of the primary way to explain to somebody like what they can expect out of a cigar. And that's fine. That's cool. I think, however, as more knowledge has come forth, you know, now you tell somebody it's a Connecticut wrapper, they know what that means. They understand, like, oh, it's grown in Connecticut. They understand the flavors they're going to get out of it and this and that. Um, back then, it was a time where, you know, cigars were kind of mass-produced and, you know, the fancy were coming in or, or the, the farmer was coming in and, like, you're not going to sit there and explain about Corojo seed. You're going to just be like, oh, it's this color and that's what the, that means this. The problem is, is there's there's a few that are easily identifiable, and everyone agrees what they are across the board. And then there's like the middle three that get really confusing, and at times becomes a matter of opinion. And I want to, this is me advocating for for the external use. I mean, the use with with customers, or the use on like promos, or like uh, on a store sign or on a website, to get rid of wrapper, or at least most wrapper shade colors. I think it's still important to use it within the industry for manufacturers and blenders to see, you know, you know different kinds of tobacco and how they how they can be utilized. It might be an in-house thing, but not yeah. to the public. So I think what you should start off because I'm so I can follow you is tell me what are they using now and what they could still kind of use. Well, that's now. that's the whole that'd be the whole thing. No, it's, I know. It's what that's what yeah. I'm asking you. I, um, yeah, I don't want it, it, to be it, the next show. No. The, the main reason that it sh- before we even get into everything, I'm going to tell you off up front. The main reason it shouldn't be used is because unlike every other descriptor of your cigar, so if you make a cigar and it has an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper and a Dominican Peloto binder and then this filler, those are your tobaccos that you grew and you fermented, so you know what's going on in there. But then, and then size-wise, you call it whatever you want. You can call it the... the Tortoro, if you want, you know, make up a size, and you can make it six point one two by fifth. There's, there's no industry like require. Like you can make it whatever size you want, right. whatever blend. The problem is when it comes to wrapper shade, is people saying that it's a certain wrapper shade, but then the next guy says his is that same wrapper shade, but they look completely different. It's like there's, it's almost like this half-assed system of uniting all premium cigars into one. So, oh, you see, we all have at least this unit of measurement is the same, but it's not. When it comes to sizes, everyone calls their, can call their Robusto a different size and no one cares. But when it comes to wrapper shade, it just gets super confusing. When you hear Robusto, you know generally what it's going to be. Right. But when you hear, for example, and I'll explain it later, when you hear Colorado, there's a few different iterations of what people are talking about. So let's get started. From, we're going to go from lightest to darkest. Talk while I pop. So I don't want this to go out. Yeah, what do you want to talk about? I'm waiting. You just be like, oh, I'm so excited oh, to hear I'm it. Oh, I'm so excited to hear yeah, it. That's what you, yeah, that's so talk. great. Light. I'm going to be the rapper talk. You're going to be the filler talk. Uh, okay. 
<laughs> well, you just said whatever the filler is. So I'm um, being... Hungarian. Sorry. <laughs> Hungarian, age Hungarian filler. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm following. So... Now, again, also, we're talking about shade. Shade is not a seed. What we're talking about today is not... There are certain seeds that definitely work better for it and that are preferred to be used, but all of these are literally describing what the color of the wrapper is and what it is supposed to be. So first, there's candela. Right. Do you even know about candela? The green. Yeah, candela is green. Right. Uh, There's a great uh, description of it on Cigar Fish Unite. I'll give you a quick lowdown. It's usually a very light thinner uh, wrapper. It's kind of like flash heated over like a 48-hour period, um, they, like on, under like a, there's a flame underneath it because they, they basically want to lock, lock the uh, chlorophyll in to, keep, to give it that green right. texture. Very light, very fragile, not a crap ton of flavor going on. Was very popular up and through the 70s. Was like a majority of cigars sold in America were using Candela wrappers. Interesting. Yeah. Which is weird because you know, even in the movies in the 70s, I don't really remember seeing a lot of green cigars except for uh, Colombo. Colombo always smoked a Candela wrap cigar. It got phased out when thicker, more flavorful, yet still mellow wrappers came out. Um, there's not a lot that use straight Candela today. Uh, RJR Ultimates use a straight Candela. There's probably, I think, maybe like one of the Fuente, the curly heads, like the, low, the lower ranked ones. Um, it's actually used more by. Um, boutique companies like Aroma Craft or even an Alec Bradley um, because it just has green color in some kind of cool design or, or, or a split barber pole. The barber pole. Yeah, that's what they use for the right. um, the filthy hooligan for Alec Bradley. Right. I believe Aroma Craft uses it in one of their exclusives. I think it's called the Don Bosco, which is a split with, with that. But yeah, no one, not really anyone just creating a cigar and we're just going to put a candela on it and it's going to be a regular production line. It's just there's not, it's not a lot going on and it's very fragile. So there's your Candela. Candela is one of the easiest ones to talk about, and it's, that's a universal term. Candela is the right. green one. Right. right. And then what's the second one? Maybe is that the Connecticut? Well, Connecticut is a, is a variety. Oh, I got you. So the next one is called Claro. Claro, which translates to clear. Got you. Claro is your lightest brown wrappers. This usually is any regular Connecticut shade or Ecuadorian Connecticut generally. Sometimes they're a little bit darker. But Claro is your smooth, mellow, whatever smoke. So your Monte Cristo vintage white, like the white vintage series, or um, some of your old, like, like the Davidoff, the JR Davidoff we used to have. I think we sold out of it, but we had like a 45th anniversary Davidoff with like a really nice, very light brown wrapper. Anything that's that light brown in color is called Claro. Okay. Uh, I generally want to say it's more Connecticut shade than Ecuadorian Connecticut. Sometimes Ecuadorian Connecticut can come out a little bit darker. But if you see a cigar that is any shade of brown, but it's very light, hence clear, Claro means clear, it's going to be Claro. Right. That's not the White Series, though. Would it be the... The White Series, yeah. It's, it's, I got to look at one again, but from what I remember, it's, it's in the Claro right. range. But like, you can, like I said, you can consider almost anything. So now here's where we're starting to get tricky. So next is what's known as Colorado Claro. Colorado Clara. Claro. Claro. There's three terms that use the word Colorado, and this is where it starts to get very iffy. So you think of Colorado Claro as the next step darker from 
Claro, which is something that's light brown, but not as light as Claro. Okay. For instance, like a Romeo 1875 Bully. Okay. Or I mean, something that, like that. That might even be a little dark. Uh, it's, but that's, that's the weird part is like it's not, it can't be that. Even, let me see that. That's almost kind of right. like what they're talking about. I mean, even yours. No, this is this is this will be the next one. This will be the next one. That's pretty close. Yeah, but like this will be. I think mine would be the next one. I think yours is more on the borderline. I think mine is the next. Even, but see, that's the thing. Even though they're close, right? That's the whole point. So I'm trying to think of even good examples for Colorado Clara. Like I said, maybe the Romeo 1875, like the original Bully one. I mean, like you said, even maybe Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapped cigars. Uh, yeah, a darker are still Ecuadorian a dark, Connecticut, like, something to that effect. Uh, you know, here here. A, a good Claro example would be like the Henry Clay Warhawk. Yes. And then a good Colorado Claro would be like uh, the Monte Cristo original. Okay. Or the Monte Cristo classic. Or the Monte Cristo classic. Which is a little darker, but like right. still a Connecticut wrapper. Colorado is a term that I don't like, but the regular Colorados are, I guess, pretty easily distinguishable. They're... Almost anything that's in that medium brown, slightly reddish. So a lot of your sun-growns are going to be Colorado. I would say this, this the gatekeeper is on the border of Colorado. That doesn't have a reddish hue. This, but like, this it's one not, has it's more not, doesn't have to be red, but like, oh, you know, like kind of like that, that that middle darker. You know, like I said, a lot of sun-growns, a lot of your Ecuadorian Habanos are, are, will be considered Colorado. Okay. Um. Also, the term rosado was thrown out there sometimes. Rosado, which is Spanish for pink, so like also the Fuente, something like the Añejos. Eight, That's the or thing the is the rosado is na- naturals. The rosado is only used like a handful of times, and, but you you know what it is. Like the Opus uses the a Dominican rosado wrapper. The Magnum R's use a Dominican rosado wrapper. There used to be a, a party. It's called the Party of Spanish Rosado. Um, there's some of the you my father's Hispaniola. Yeah, you got also got to remember sometimes things appear more reddish because of the bands. So I try to gotcha. avo- I try to avoid classifying something with a red band in there. I'm like, is this just looking red because of the band? Whereas if you took the band off of a Fuente Magnum R, it would still look reddish. All right, what about the original um, Aluense? Yeah, that would be like a Colorado. That'd be in there. The next one is another one that gets confusing. I'm already confused, Nick. Right? Yeah. Glad. Good. The next one is called Colorado Maduro. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. So this is something that's darker than a Colorado, but it is not yet a Maduro. Now, you got to remember, Maduro... Would you say Upman, 175th? Yeah, that'd be... That Medio Tiempo... To, eh, no. I'll get to that later. All right. I'll explain why later. Um, Maduro is a process. Maduro means ripe. It comes from Spanish right. word for ripe. It's when uh, usually thicker, higher priming leaves are put in these pilones pilon- um, and fermented that way where the heat and everything, and it really knocks out a lot of the nicotine level and a lot of the like ammonia that's that's present. Right giving it the much darker color, a much richer, sweeter, and smoother taste, which is why 
usually if you have a cigar that's as like a really nasty spice, it's not usually wrapped in a Maduro wrapper. It'll be wrapped in some maybe a, a Nicaraguan. Like I'm talking about a bad one, but it, right. usually if you have a bad Maduro, it's like almost cho- like too chocolatey, too much of that. It's not gonna have that nasty because they're they're smoother. Right, they are smoother. So Colorado Maduro is a term that really confuses me because I don't know if these cigars were put through the Maduro process or they're just saying because it has the look of a Maduro, because the Maduro looks like the. So, for example, stuff with like a darker Ecuadorian, so like the Diamond Crown Maximus, the okay. Ashton VSG. How's that not Maduro? Because it's not Maduro. Oh, right. It's, a, okay. it's an Ecuadorian sun grown right. wrapper. Okay, so it's not, it's not a Maduro. But in terms of, remember, even Nick Melillo was saying, like his, his, the High Clear Castle Victorian, he calls it his Maduro, but it's like. Right. That's only in terms of color, but the problem is, is people have become so confused with what these terms mean that that's why I think that we need to eliminate these versions of them because it's just confusing and unnecessary. So anyway, so like the Ashen VSG would probably be considered a Colorado Maduro. Okay. For, so you have a reference point. And so there's going to be some guy like, no, that's actually this other one. That's what, what they're kind of talking about in general. And then Maduro's next. Yeah, Maduro's next, so. This is really good. Maduro, Colorado. Or is it Colorado? Colorado, Maduro. Then there's Maduro, which, another one that's pretty self-explanatory. Right. Put through a process. Now, now, like I said, Maduro is not a seed, but there are, excuse me, several tobacco varieties that are basically bred to be Maduros. That's Connecticut Broadleaf, it's Mexican San Andreas. Some forms of Nicaragua and some forms of Brazilian. Um, th- th- these are tobaccos that are almost bred exclusively to be Maduro, to put through the process, to really ferment them for a long time, to get th- that heat up there naturally, to eliminate a lot of that ammonia, get that nice, dark, rich color, and that more rich, sweet, uh, smooth flavor profile. So pick your, pick your choice of Maduros. There's, there's a million of them out there. There's right. the Romeo San Andreas. There's the... I don't know why I'm blanking now, but uh, I think Connecticut Broadleaf. Any Connecticut Broadleaf, Liga. the the La Carême from Crown Heads, the Liga Privada number nine, Padron, Padron, the Wise Man Maduro. A lot of them will have Maduro in the names. So right. That's a dead giveaway. Easy one. What? That was an easy one. Yeah. Then, lastly, there's the, a last. There's another one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's one that's called Oscuro, or Oscuro, if you're oh, just like me, like a white guy. This is another one that's very confusing. And I want you to ask me why it's confusing while I take a puff of my cigar. So, Nick, why is it confusing? I'm going to tell you, son. You can all say it's a good question. It's a good question. All right, cool. Let me think about it for a minute. (laughs) Okay. So, it's actually really hard to do this podcast while smoking a cigar. Oh, it's impossible. Yeah. That's why you go off on your other riffs, so I can yeah. actually start talking about other things. Exactly. That's good. So it's good thing I'm here. <laughs> oh, thanks for chiming in there, Chris. Appreciate you. <laughs> Goddamn playing Candy Crush over there. So Oscuro is the the darkest of rappers. Okay. Sometimes it's called double Maduro. That is not true. Double Maduro is when you have a cigar that uses a Maduro wrapper and binder. Oh. 
Oscuro is another thing that represents a color. I think Oscuro translates to like very dark is what it actually means in Spanish. And it also is a slightly different kind of process where the tobaccos are aged more in bales and barrels, um, a little bit shorter, not, not as high of a temperature as your regular Maduro. Similar tobaccos can be used, so you can use broadleaf, you can use, but then a lot of Nicaraguans, some Nicaraguan Habanos can be used for Oscuro. Uh, the Brazilian Arapiaca is one that's used for Oscuro. What, what about the Mani Espada Squirrel? What? I can't remember the wrapper on that. It's probably a uh, Habana, some kind of Nicaraguan Oscuro, right. if, I, if I had to guess. Um, can you, can you, would you mind looking that up for me, Chris? The Monte Cristo Espada Oscuro? It's, it's, again, it's tough. They're supposed to be like the darkest of the dark. So if you look at, let's say, a La Carême from Crown Heads, and then look at a Partigas Black, Parker plug is darker. Okay. Or if you look at what the about the Ashen Age Maduro? Ashen Age Maduro—that's regular. That's regular. regular Maduro. Straight, straight Maduro. That's dark. Can yeah. be too. That's where. And now some people are really starting to confuse everyone by putting it not just under shade, but they're putting it under wrapper variety. So when they're saying like it's a Habano Oscuro under like wrapper type, it's like. That's not what you're saying. You grew a Habano very dark. That's what you're saying. Right. You grew. So either, so by, by the way, that's, and oh, there's, there's also more that like, I think need to be completely eliminated from the lexicon. Those include natural, which I can't stand that people use. English market standard. English market selection, English market selection. standard. It's, it's, it's all, I mean, that's. That's the yeah. S. So natural, you got to. Yeah, yeah did, uh, it's a Habano Rosado Escudo wrapper. So that means it is a Habano, slightly pink, right, reddish brown, very dark cigar. But it's not Maduro. It's not darker than Maduro. But uh, they put Rosado in there. Right. So that means it's a dark, very pink, very dark cigar. But I don't think it is. It, it, it can't. But here's the thing, Greg. It can't be both of those things anyway. Right. It can't. <laughs> you saying it's a right. That's what I'm. That, that's where I'm getting at too. Yeah. That, like you're telling me it's a dark cigar, but it's Habano Rosado. I, right. That is now. Uh, listen, the, all these guys might know what's going on, and they might know. Like they might have their own definitions. Like, oh, no, this is exactly what we're saying. It is. I want to pull up a picture of the Monte Espada. Um, but I, I'm here to tell you, as both a, a guy who works in the industry and as a customer, I'm even confused. How do you think customers feel? Do you think that's the reason why other people don't try other things? I don't know. Uh, that's pretty dark. Is it? Let me see. Okay. Does it look pinkish to you? Not pinkish, reddish, but it's a reddish brown. But then, so it's a, it's a, so then it's rosado, so then you're saying it makes sense. I would then. say this is more like the gatekeeper, maybe a little darker. You think well, this I is... Would, I wouldn't put that in a Maduro. It's not even Maduro. It's past Maduro. It's right. That's what I'm level. saying. I, like, that's where I'm coming with, like, that... I don't even see it's as dark as a Maduro, though. Hmm. Yeah, because Maduro, I mean, when you look at... Partigas Black is always my go-to, because that thing is jet black. It is right. literally as black as black can be. If you right. lit that cigar up at night, you couldn't see it. So that's always my kind of reference point, which also is... Oh, there's also, like, the, there's the Partigas 1845 Extra Oscuro. That one fits, at least, because it, it is right. black as night. 
Um, What's the problem? That's it. Yeah. I've seen it. It's so no. true. <laughs> in the light, not in the dark. <laughs> I'm just saying, just the fact that you said if you smoke it at night, you won't be able to see it is yeah. insane to me, but you're right. And then, you, so like we were going, but we're talking about natural. Natural, and this is what I believe. I have no historical evidence of this. This is just the experience I have, and I'm trying to put two and two together. For me, natural was used to describe, at one point in history, anything that wasn't a Maduro. So if it wasn't a Maduro, they would just call it natural. Right. Because that's how it seems like it's labeled for everything. Like, Padrone would do natural or Maduro. The problem is, is, you know, we had some manufacturers who we asked, you know, we asked for some information on their cigars, and we gave them a form, and we had wrapper color on the form, and they would just fill out natural like that's not even one of the that natural's not a color. That it was just a distinguish between. So everyone has their own rules. And guess right. what? When you run your own company, that's fine. You want to make your own rules? That's okay. But you got to understand from a retailer's point of view, or from a customer's point of view, when you have your own rules and you have your own rules, and he has his own rules, and they have their own rules. Chaos. It's chaos. So it might not be chaos for you. You might right. have your strict definition of what a scudo is, and you guys know it. And you guys follow it, and that's fine. But you have to realize everyone else has no idea what the hell you're talking about anymore. Right. So what would you do? I would, unless they, it's absolutely necessary to use on the interior, like for blenders to distinguish between tobaccos that they want to use for a blend or whatever, I would eliminate the terms entirely, except for, you know, Maduro, so they know. But even that, I don't, I don't, I don't really say I like Maduro. I just say I like Connecticut Broadleaf. I don't, you know, or Mexican San Andreas. People know their wrappers now. They know the seed varieties. That, and that's what they look for. <clears throat> I think you should do the colors still because I think I tend to go to a darker cigar as well. But I don't know as many wrappers as you would. I mean, you, of course. You do, you, you do. I do, but not, you know, it's still, I think it, it's important. I mean, granted, you're never going to have a Connecticut Broadleaf that's not a Maduro, right? You could. But so that's where I think the shade color would come into play. Now I would have it something where it's where it's one color, you know, one color is Connecticut, you know, Connecticut, that Connecticut shade or Connecticut yeah. regular Connecticut, Ecuadorian Connecticut should be one color. And then you have, you know, like the Yamastron and the Gatekeeper is that middle brown, you know, right. like the natural they call it on the Padron, which is not a Connecticut. And then you have the Maduro, which is your Dark cigars. Well, yeah, I think it should be just breaking down, break it down to three. Because is is there? I mean, and Candela, because you can't really. Yeah, can, like I said, there's some that are fine. Right. There's some that are fine. Candela, saying, even you break Claro it, is okay. But even that, like, cl- fine, Claro over. Yeah, that's that one, and then it goes that's Colorado. It. That's it, and then Maduro. Done. If you want to keep with the Colorado name, I think which, it's. I think it's almost like think of it as weight classes. And like the UFC or wrestling is like, well, now this guy's pretty heavy at 202 pounds, but like this other guy is 260 pounds. We can't just call them both heavyweights. Maybe that's like, oh, this cigar is dark, so it's a Maduro. This other one's like much darker. They can't both be Maduro. It's like, yeah, they can be. They right. can be. Um, or so I, I think that if they wanted to continue using, there should be some kind of meeting between. The 10 biggest companies, and I don't mean big, just like they sell a lot. I mean, like, you know, like Perdomo, Altidus General, Fuente, my father, like 10 very smart companies with, like, knowledgeable tobacco people get in a room and be like, 
These are how we're going to distinguish these from now on. Because I'm not even going to say who, but when we're looking through the information, meaning at the end of the day, somebody labeled their cigars as Mexican San Andreas Natural, which I had never heard of. But apparently it can be done. Very rarely. Not a lot of people do it. But it can be done. That's why I think it's important to know what your wrapper is. So if someone's going to go into it, so let's just say Connecticut Broadleaf, and there is a lighter version of Connecticut Broadleaf. But you yeah, like, like the uh, the Tennessee Walters is a lighter. The Tennessee Waltz, the La Roma de Cuba, the original, much lighter versions than the La Carême or the Ashton Aged. All four of those cigars are Connecticut Broadleaf. But would the shade matter to you as a as a customer? No. So no. that's why I'm saying you would keep the, that lighter Tennessee Waltz to the La Carême as the same color shade, um, wrapper shade. Well, it would be Tennessee Waltz and La Roma de Cuba would be. I See, those, those might be considered in that Colorado Maduro, I guess. I'm just saying like in the, in the old way. No, I, I, yeah. I got you. But I'm trying to move on and try to get a better system where if it's darker than this to me is a Colorado to me. All right. I think it's yeah. you know, and then the next stage. I think that's this would probably be Colorado, Colorado like this. Maduro, this La, right. the La Comina Black Honey. This is kind of like Colorado Maduro esque, right? But it's so close that you right? can still say that it's a Colorado because if you're saying Colorado first, it's just already you know it's brownish. It's not dark. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm saying you go Colorado brown, uh, Maduro dark. So if if already it's going past that brownish stage of being more black than brown, then you should start calling him Maduro. Yeah, I, can't, I can't even follow what you're saying. I, right well, now. I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so and then um, imagine this: imagine beer companies came out, and some guy put out a beer that's like medium to almost dark brown. Like, oh yeah, this is a dark pilsner, and then another guy comes out with like a lighter beer. Like oh yeah, this is a light stout. Yeah. Isn't, there, like, isn't there a dark amber? Isn't that one too? Is there a dark amber yeah, beer too? Like it's like, just what is that? I don't know if I'm speaking for everyone. I'm just a guy who has to deal with it a lot when I'm in terms of writing, in terms of doing cigar reviews and understanding these things. Um, like you know, Halfwood doesn't really have to worry about it because they just for each review they do, they get the information from the company, and they just you know print it. But when you're trying to categorize a website of all these things, and you're trying to get some kind of unique, you know, standardized classifications among the cigars that you're selling. And you want wrapper color to be one of the attributes? It's that, that's what maybe just like think you start thinking about this is like we can't because ten of the guys who send us their information like that call their stuff Colorado. Those cigars look drastically different, right? Drastically different. So some people have Colorado in the there's a there's a cigar called the Davidoff Colorado Claro. Looks a little reddish to me, but that's what they called it. That's what I would do. The the Habano Rosado Oscuro, like what, what is that? Yeah, that, uh, that's the only thing I can think yeah, of. Yeah, it's just it. very it's just, very it's, confusing. It's just having, I mean, really, you could just do green, tan, brown, black. Yeah, that's what it should be. I yeah, mean, and you can name it whatever you want and make it yeah. fancy, and fancy also, boy. English market selection. That one I've been fighting for. Even when I was in the store, I'm like, this is stupid. This is right. just a stupid thing to call to call a wrapper color. For those of you who don't know, EMS or English market selection is sometimes put on cigars that that really I've seen them on cigars that range from Claro to like almost Colorado Maduro. Like anything, anything that's not black or not green, I've seen at some point labeled EMS, which is English market selection or English market standard. There's there's actually two names for it. This was an old term used back in the day in Cuba, and then you carried over to the DR, Nicaragua. 
when they first started selling their wares and their cigars over in Europe, over in England, and they wanted the best-looking ones to send over there because, you know, they wanted to impress the market and, you know, make sure that they were getting the, the, the best stuff. So they say, oh, this, this wrapper and, and, and this bunch of cigars, these are up to the English, the English standard. So this is going to be like, this is for the English market. We're gonna, this right. is good enough to be sold in England. EMS. Okay. Still a thing. Still a that thing. Be a thing. No, shouldn't be a thing. We're not allowed to buy Cubans, so why should it be a thing? No, but it was just like a pro, like, just like, an, like an old timey lingo. But I remember saying, like, this is why it's honestly hard to learn. Right. You know, it's hard to learn about this industry because there's no standard. You know, we had Steve Saka, who's, in my mind, one of the smartest guys, you know, talk a whole lot about um, Lanceros don't have more flavor because they're thinner. It's this other thing. And then, like, three other guys, who I'm not going to ma- mention, like, three other very reputable cigar people say, like, no, that's exactly why you get more flavor out. They're, it's just very weird. And I'm of the opinion that you can have opinions on things. I'm, I'm, I think a lot of things, especially... You'd be an awful person if you don't like Well, them. especially a lot of things when consider like what's good and what's bad. I right. think good and bad when it comes to cigars is 100% objectionable. I agree. Uh, that's why my reviews are honest reviews, but I never say anything's bad. I say this is usually my ticket. I say if you like this kind of thing, you'll like it. Right. I'm never going to sit and tell you this cigar is bad. Don't ever smoke it. Because it, someone's buying it somewhere. Somebody enjoys yeah. it. So I think a lot of things can be opinion-based, but I think it, you get into a very slippery slope when people, whoever they may be in this industry, start passing off what they assume to be fact because it's true in their world, but people listen to them, and now that's fact for that camp. But this camp is right. like, no, that's not really the fact. That's, that's not what's, what this is. So I think you need, just need the smartest guys in the industry. I think you need Placencia, Padron, Fuente, uh, Raphael, you, you, you know, uh, and I'll also get some newbies in there. Well, get, so get some, get some, like, get but like Nick Melillo is like, he's not, I want to consider him a newbie, I but, either, you know, younger, but you know what I mean. And get these guys Young who bloods. just truly understand like Chris. tobacco and secret Chris to film it. He ain't going. Um, I, I don't think that we should be using it on our website anymore. I don't know if we're going to keep using it, but my personal opinion, it's just. If they wanted something, I would say go very basic and do. Just Candela, natural Maduro. That's it. That'd Interesting. Be all. That'd be all. Really? And everything that's not a Maduro is a natural, and everything that's green is a Candela. If, if, if that's what it comes down to to create some kind of uniformity? I get, I get where you're going with. I still think it should just be that brown, whatever. It's a brown color, but I can see if you go from that natural and it starts getting darker... So what's going to happen then if you have something like this? You'd call this a Maduro? No. And, uh, so you'd call this that, a natural? That'd be a natural, I, I guess. Because that's about the same color as a, as a Padron natural. Then you can also say, yeah, then you can also say, like, usually tobacco after they ferment it, like, not like Maduro or not like Connecticut. It's like, this is what tobacco color really looks like. Yeah. So it is natural. That might be it, too, but... But like what, that, but like, what does tobacco look like? Because tobacco look like, it looks like all, all of those. Well, yeah, of course. But if and someone and was going to tell me what color tobacco is, uh, you know, what color do you think tobacco is after they're done doing their thing? I mean, like, it's brown. But light brown versus like that, but like, you know, a Monte Cristo white looks like it's a regular color of tobacco right. to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what I mean. You know, you know what I mean? mean? You know you what know? I mean? You got it? Uh-huh. You got it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got it? You're right? Yeah, you got it. Got it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. President. 
So, Greg, so naked. there we have it. You excited for your trip? I'm excited for my trip. No, you're not. I'm um, excited to see what my wife has to say. I think we're all excited for that. <laughs> we should have her on the podcast. We should. Uh, any, uh, any like, last-minute ramblings about anything? No. What Baseball, is, football? No, I don't want to talk about any of that. Can I say one thing? The XFL is great. Not even that, but yes. Uh, I showed Chris there was a thing on NFL, the NFL meme page today yes. that at the end of the season, the lowest-ranked NFL team should play the XFL champions. And then if the XFL wins, they get like upgraded, and the next year they play in the NFL, and then the NFL team gets downgraded to the XFL. That's hilarious. And then they ha- that's what they do in soccer in Europe. Yeah, it seems like Manchester United haven't been downgraded in like 70 years, but it happens. Right. That's what, what 100% what they can do, what they should do. Sure. But then it's like if the Guardians – you can't have the – if the New York Giants or Jets aren't the lowest-ranked team, let's say it's the Bengals, and so they go – and the New York Guardians from XFL win the championship, play They'd the Bengals and Cincinnati. win. Now they have to go to Cincinnati. No. Whoever they would play. But now it's – if they get upgraded, so now you have three teams playing at a MetLife Stadium. That's great. That would be impossible. You can't have three football teams playing at What rules stadium. would you play by then? So it won't never happen. Probably NFL rules. No, I love the XFL rules. Yeah, but if they if they get upgraded, they have to play by NFL rules anyway, and they already know how to play those rules because they're all like former like guys who are on practice squad or guys who play college ball. It's not like it's a bunch of jabronis who's like jacked ex cons who's like I'll just throw the ball far. Like they all have, like played some kind of organized ball. I got you. So they know those rules. So and you rules- really would want to see Joe Burrows in the XFL instead of the NFL? I mean, it's never gonna happen. But I would love to see the worst team play the championship just for a game just yeah. to see that's it they win like the the whatever we make it a cup like whatever, right. whatever cup do it during the pro bowl do it instead of the pro bowl yeah, i'm fine with that yeah pro bowl stink the only kind of all-star game that's that is any good i think is the baseball all-star game i don't know what's the basketball or the hockey one you you let you tell me about those but i think the only like kind of all-star game that matters is the baseball one because they play like it's a like full hard, like it's a regular game. Because it does, eh. it has. I don't. Well, other all star games like the winners get home court advantage. Is that how it uh, works? It's, it's only it's baseball. Over. No, baseball's over. They don't do that anymore. Oh really? How do they just? Oh, just a, the so better whoever team. has the better record. Oh, that that was a lot more fun though. That not way. really. It gave you something though. It gave it. it well, made it gave a the game something, but at the same time, people that are not going to make the playoffs, I don't give a shit. So what what basketball did was they don't do East versus West anymore. They like have captains, and they pick a team, and they, they pick, draft and they draft a team. And the first year they did that, like it was extremely competitive, like extremely competitive. Because the year before that, everyone was mad that the score was like one eighty two to one eighty eight. Yeah, there's no defense, no defense, no nothing. But like the year afterwards, it was like a regular score, like one hundred one to ninety five. Because these guys played deep, like it was Kevin Durant and LeBron as captain. And they just pick their team. But it's weird. Like, don't you feel like a, like a guy might just pick his teammates because like they're his buddies? And it's like, oh, we 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 work on a well, good Gian, system. Gian, Giannis did that this year, and everyone's like, he's a terrible GM, quote unquote. <laughs> yeah, um, because but, you might be picking a guy who like you know, like oh yeah, we work. He works in the system, but like the guy's not all star caliber. Where he's like good. Well, on all his those own. guys are obviously good enough to be all star. And plus, there's no like they're not running offense through that. Yeah. I don't know how hockey or baseball really is, but. Hockey, they changed it now. So what it is is it's, uh, I think, three-on-three. Three. That's good. And they pick, like, four, four, maybe six teams. And I think, they have, I think they have possibly six to nine 
players, maybe nine players per team. So it might be four. Yeah. And then so they can obviously get a rest. Yeah. And they play three on three. That's amazing. It's pretty dope. It's dope. But the NBA All-Star game is a joke now. Like, I, I'm not a baseball fan. I'll still watch the Home Run Derby. I'll watch all that stuff. But Home Run Derby is fun because they're going to try hard, but it's, it's an easy thing. But fit. for Home Run Derby, do you have, like, the best home run hitters in, like, doing that? So, like, the yeah. NBA dunk contest, like, some of the best dunkers have never – like, LeBron has never done it. Dwayne Wade has never done it. Like, but, some oh, of I these think, best I think it's, dunkers. I think it's different in that – the dunk contest is to do like crazy dunks. Like LeBron's not doing crazy dunks. He just dunks a lot because he's so tall and athletic. He's not doing like a lot of between the legs crazy a- acrobatics because he's so big. Oh, well, he could. He just can dunk on it. Yeah. You think he could do a between the legs backwards like something like Kyrie yeah. Irving can do? Yeah, Kyrie Irving can't really dunk, but no, he did when he was uh, in that those Pepsi commercials. <laughs> Are those Pepsi commercials when he was the old man? Uncle Drew. Yeah, that's yeah. But the home run derby, it's not like. If a guy's hitting 60 home runs during the year, they're not going to put him in the home run derby. Home run derby is home run derby. The best home run hitters are going to be in the home run derby. Yeah, that's not what it is for the, for the dunk contest. For NBA, for NBA also. No, it's a joke, the dunk contest. This is the best one. Vince Carter and Michael Jordan and yeah. Kobe, Kobe do it. Yeah, he won. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well see how we got like a nice, like a lot of cigar stuff, but then like a little nonsense well, we at the end. I like, a, I, I like a little bit of, of silly well, yeah, fun Yeah, of course. Time. Yeah, like a little so, bit. So silly fun times. Yeah, it's like a little bit at the end. There. You got it. Uh, but I think we've come to another fantastic conclusion to an episode. Keep watching all of our stuff. A lot Pop of cool stuff coming out soon, guys. Like we're we're in the works to do a lot of cool, maybe some samplers, maybe some exclusives, some cool events. So they're they're giving us a lot of a lot of cool stuff to do here. So we'll, tune in uh, next week. Tune we'll in be next here week. Again. We'll be next here Friday. at the same table, uh, same time, same place. Probably not the same time. It's always a different time. Thank you, Chris. Mm-hmm.